This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. All right, it is time for Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Good morning, Keith. <laughs> Good morning. Okay, you get a vacay on Monday yeah. here. <laughs> well, we'll see. National holiday. We'll see. So the national, uh, the Trudeau government has announced a national holiday, but it's not a statutory uh, holiday. I just checked with the B.C. government. They're still figuring out in B.C. whether or not it would be a paid holiday. Oh. They expect to put uh, Finance Minister Selena Robinson will comment uh, probably in a couple hours on this to clarify. I kind of doubt it's going to be a, a paid holiday for everyone. It's a short notice on uh, small business owners, schools, yeah. for example. Mm. Um, I think it's going to be – it's a federally regulated holiday. So if you're federally regulated uh, as a worker, I think so uh, – I think uh, – People work on trains and, and the transportation sector, airports and such. Maybe they get a paid holiday. Kind of be surprised if it applies to everyone. I've been furiously texting here with Dan Kelly, mm -hmm. Canadian Federation of Independent Business. He represents all the small businesses across Canada. And they had been lobbying the government behind the scenes. Look, don't do this to us, okay? Like he, The, the way they phrased it was, if you want to declare some sort of ceremonial mm -hmm. holiday... Go ahead and do that, but do not declare this a national statutory holiday where everyone would have the day very, off. Very with, short with notice, so it would, be, it would be a financial burden for small business owners, but yeah. also parents of young kids. Yeah. Suddenly, it's like another another uh, day off in the school system right? Uh, yeah. with, with short notice in terms of child care and such. Usually, um, those days are Fridays in, uh, in terms of uh, days that teachers take for training, um, not Mondays. Yeah. And this would be a, a bit of a challenge, I think, for yeah. a lot of families to suddenly spring upon them this automatic paid holiday yeah, hey, for kids, everyone. No school on Monday. Yeah, so I don't think parents. it's going to happen. Okay. Let's have listen to Justin Trudeau here. This is just a short time ago here announcing this uh, federal holiday on Monday. I've uh, also uh, chosen to move forward uh, with uh, a uh, federal holiday uh, on Monday. We will be working with the provinces uh, and uh, the uh, territories uh, to try and see that we're aligned on this. Okay, sounds like he's kind of making it up as he goes along here and how this is going to work. Well, I think a lot of things are being made up as we go along with yeah. in the wake of the Queen's death because, again, uh, even though plans, elaborate plans to deal with her post-death events have been on the books for years, yeah. no one's actually looked at them, I think, in any great detail or, or thought them through. So you're seeing at the B.C. legislature, it took a long time for protocol to actually get the bunt, the black bunting up around the portrait of the of the queen to get the condolence book open yeah. for people it took a whole day before that kicked into action so a holiday sounds great much more complicated than people think dan kelly says to me in a text message here just a second ago he says it would be a statutory holiday for federally regulated businesses which would include ports banks the federal government okay so that would be a, a paid day off i guess mhm mm but we're waiting for the provinces to decide for most other workers, and we have not received word from British Columbia. We are urging them not to do it. So yeah, he's so saying I, they're telling the provinces, don't do this. 
Again, I just talked to authorities in the BC government who say they're they're working on this. Yeah. Uh, and you're got you're le- you think they're leaning away from it. I, I think I, I agree with you. Yeah, I think they're leaning. Away. It's yeah. it's it's too complicated. It's too quick and sudden, and yeah. it puts a suddenly um, out of the blue telling parents the equivalent of a pro D day that they don't see coming yeah. on a Monday instead of a Friday. I just think uh, there's a lot of planning that goes into this, and it's just not. Enough planning ahead of time. Okay, get set to call me on that one. I'm really interested to hear what people think about this, this national holiday on Monday. Should it be a paid day off? Let me know what you think about that when we open the phone lines. All right, let's talk about this uh, continuing drama in the NDP Mm -hmm. leadership uh, race with uh, with, uh, uh, the candidate there who is now under investigation. Angelina Apadere. Uh, so, right. Uh, this is becoming a bit of an issue. I talked to a number of New Democrats yesterday who, maybe it's just the rumor mill, but she appears to have signed up a fair number of people. And now they're questioning the validity of these signups. And that's what's being investigated after that video surfaced on Instagram of one of her um, supporters saying that uh, she'd be willing to put up the $10 uh to secure someone joining the party okay. that's not allowed let's, under the law let's listen to that now now this is uh, anjali apatarai is running for the ndp leadership against david eby mm-hmm. and she is a climate change activist and you, you would think she would have no shot at this but now you're seeing like there was an email that went out that was suggest urging members of the bc green party mm-hmm to join the NDP, to make her the leader of the NDP, and then this controversial uh, online forum that happened as well. So let's listen to this now. So you're going to hear one of her supporters, Atia Jaffer, speaking in this sort of online rally for her campaign, talking about the 10, you have to pay 10 bucks to join the NDP to vote for her for later. Have a listen to what she has to say here about the $10. It's a handful of people that get to decide who our next premier is. Message me if you need the $10 because I'm happy to provide that for you. (laughs) Not allowed under the law. That's illegal. Um, But what's interesting is I talked to a number of MLAs the last few days and on the weekend. They likened her candidacy to a hostile takeover of the party. The party only had about 11,000 members going into this thing, so it was vulnerable to a, a takeover. You contrast the federal uh, conservative party, 600,000 people uh, joined that party. Yeah, you can. The environmental movement is well-known for its organization. It could very easily, one assumes, find 11,000 people to or 12,000 to dwarf the existing membership. She doesn't support the government on so many policies and actually actively opposes the government and the caucus. So there's a bit of tension here. Does David Eby want her disqualified? Oh, he'll never say that. Uh, but there are people who want her. I talked to some senior New Democrats the last couple of days who want her candidacy disqualified because they don't consider it to be a genuine NDP candidacy. Yeah. And is there any like it was inter- that's an interesting descriptor you use there as a hostile takeover because mm-hmm. that's kind of what it looks like. Yep. You know, when you have. Say, you know, Green Party members being encouraged to join the NDP to install her as the leader. It's kind of like a takeover of the NDP. Well, it would be fascinating were it to happen. I'm not sure how she could govern, given the caucus. The caucus does not support her at all. Uh, and, in fact, actively opposes her positions on so many things. I'm just... Uh, just not sure how it would work. Yeah, and I, I don't think it'll happen, but obviously it's a... It'd a be fascinating to watch, though. Shot. Fascinating to be. see... 
Yeah. The NDP suddenly have a leader who's so far out of step with the party's policies. Okay, let's talk about, I think, what's shaping up as the political battle of our lives here, and that is Pierre Paglia versus Justin Trudeau. Frazier versus Ali. <laughs> oh, man. This Steel is, cage, no referee. Steel cage match. This is going to be something else, I'll tell you. So here is Pauliev. He just won the Conservative Party leadership on the weekend. Uh, here he is speaking to the Conservative caucus here for the first time yesterday, throwing down against Trudeau here. Have a listen. We as Conservatives are always happy to work with any party to collaborate and extend and advance the interests of Canadians. We are. But there will be no compromise on this point. Conservatives will not support any new tax increases, and we will fight tooth and nail to stop the coalition from introducing any. Okay, so he's talked about looming increases in the federal carbon tax. He says there's changing the EI coming that amounts to a, a, a tax increase. Hey, this is how he sticks, wants to frame this. If he wants, if he sticks with taxes and yeah. stuff like that, that's yeah. you know that's going to be appealing. He's drop Bitcoin, drop the Bank of Canada, drop the World Economic Forum. You don't drop, hear him talking about that stuff drop anymore. Drop the truck convoy. Yeah. Get away from all that. Yeah. Stick to some bread and butter issues that are the heart of conservative uh, values. And, you know, he's going to he's gonna bring the game to Trudeau. No I, question. I think the stuff that, you know, saying that he wants to make Canada a crypt, the cryptocurrency capital of the world and, and that Bitcoin was a good hedge against inflation, I think that was like designed to get some young young people in the conservative party there to buy a membership and vote for him. Oh, you know, I've had many right. conversations. He was trying to win a party membership, right. a party leadership, sorry. Yeah. Now he's trying to gonna win an election, which means appealing to a broader base of voters. Right. And we'll see if he can stick to that or whether Trudeau, I mean, Trudeau brought up Bitcoin yesterday. Well, let's listen to that because this is Trudeau now trying to remind, mm -hmm. he'll remind voters this stuff that Paul Yev had to say on, on these points. So here's Trudeau speaking yesterday. Telling people they can opt out of inflation by investing their savings in volatile cryptocurrencies is not responsible leadership. By the way, anyone who followed that advice would have seen their life savings destroyed. Okay, so that's true. You're going to hear him mention that time well, and time again, but, you know, Poliev won't mention this stuff if, anymore. If Poliev stays away from that, the next election is still, you know, three years away. Yeah. This, this will become a distant memory. So, if Poliev can stick to his script of this new um, messages and, and talking points. The economy, jobs, uh, inflation, housing. class, yeah. housing. Yeah. Uh, then stuff about Bitcoin, the World Economic Forum, that be, will become a distant memory. So the liberals will have to find different messaging points to t attack them on. Spaldry's beat. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. We got a full phone board here right to it. Tony in Vancouver. Hi, Tony. Good morning. How are you guys doing? I know you don't like to answer that question because I got to get Good. on with my uh, statement. But I, uh, <laughs> I'm really excited. I'm really excited that uh, Poliev is running. He's got common sense principles, and it's obvious where Trudeau wants to take this country. And I don't like Trudeau's direction. And he is not a majority government, but he gets it from what I consider to be an illegal uh, government where they join two forces, and that's just not the way it's ever been. And he wants to Good. take. 
us down a rabbit hole here. So go, Polyev, go. Okay, well, it's not illegal. It's not illegal at all. It's how the Westminster Parliament works. Well, if, yeah. If there's, if there's no majority government, the, the parties can choose their partners and the try same, to govern. The same thing happened here in B.C. Yep. with the minority Perfectly government, well. the deal between the NDP and the Greens. What I find interesting, there was some reports yesterday, some liberal MPs now being quoted as they hope this pushes the liberals more to the center, away from the left wokeness. And maybe that's what happens here. Does Poliev push the liberals into a more centrist position? Because they've gone fairly left woke, I think, mm. under Trudeau's leadership. We'll see what happens there. Okay, Thomas and Delta. Hi, Thomas. Go ahead. Being uh, a sequel to Harper, uh, Poliev, it's just Harper and Trump's love child. Am I interested <laughs> in having someone who, am I interested in someone who embraced uh, domestic terrorists like the trucker convoy? Uh, absolutely mm-hmm. not. I'm not saying that I, I, I love Trudeau. He's been a huge disappointment. But this guy, you know what, populist, his only claim to fame was that he was absolute, um, I don't know what the word is, uh, on this weed scabble and, and everybody's at home on their TVs going, rah, rah, sticking to him. That's all it is. There's no policy. There's no substance. Yeah. Um yeah, there you go. Th- thank you. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens in the next three years. If he continues to embrace the trucker convoy values and these people who he allowed to give them airtime as part of his campaign, then I think he's in serious trouble because the public is just simply not there. But if he drops references to these weird things and sticks to more traditional values and issues that speak to middle-class Canadians, then he's a force to be reckoned with. But again, we're just he's just starting this new adventure. I mean, the, the old adventure is over. He won the le- leadership. Now he's already that first speech and subsequent comments. He's changed his messaging. So right. we'll see if he can stick to that. I think that's his plan. I don't think you'll hear him talk about the trucker convoy or, or the World Economic Forum or Bitcoin or mm-hmm. cryptocurrency. In fact, the last time he was on this show when I was trying to pin him down yeah, with some of this stuff, it. he wanted to pivot. He wanted to say, well, I w- I'm here to talk about inflation. I want to talk about housing prices. I don't want to talk about cryptocurrency anymore. Yeah. So this is what Trudeau and the Liberals will try to remind voters of his positions on that. Tough stuff. to do that over three years. Yeah. Rick and Delta, hi. Oh, I am no big fan of Justine Trudeau either, but Mr. Pauliette, I've listened to your show on a couple of occasions where his supporters call in, and he's a little too Trump-esque for me. I've been waiting to hear from your callers, drain the swamp, drain mm-hmm. the swamp, and that yeah. kind of thing. So and The gatekeepers. Well, he's been, yeah. called, he's been called Canada's Trump, I guess, by some. But well, yeah, and for good reason, because he has espoused very similar values that Donald Trump has espoused, and he's aligned himself with those people. Well, but he we'll hasn't see- been like Trump saying, I don't want Muslim immigrants coming no, to not quite. Canada. Not, not that far. But, again, that was then. We'll see what happens in the next few years, whether he drops those illusions and those that type of rhetoric, oh. and whether he pivots, as you say, to talking about taxes, housing, yeah. Yeah. inflation, those are perfectly acceptable positions to talk about. And that's where Trudeau about. is vulnerable. Yeah, if he wants to stick to talking about Bitcoin and the trucker convoy, he's yeah. doomed. Nathan in Calgary. Hi, Nathan, go ahead. You know, the, all this talk about comparing Polly up to Trump is, is just nothing short of a joke. He's not even close to Trump. Um, Polly is articulate, he's educated, He's married to a woman in an immigrant family, put himself through school. All, all these attacks that Trudeau wants to do, 
on economic policy, please. Trudeau has the economic record of a six-year-old with a $5 bill in a candy shop and spends it all and goes back to his mother for more. He doesn't even have a foot to stand on on economic policy. He's driving the country into recession, into bankruptcy, and he has no one to blame but himself. Okay, Nathan, thank you for the call. Uh, things are actually that bad. He wouldn't be winning an election, but wouldn't be forming government. So there is support, and the conservatives are fooling themselves that they think this is going to be a cakewalk to no. beat Trudeau. No. I mean, the liberals uh, are popular in the urban centers of Canada, look at which all is where all the writings are. Look at all the scandals that Trudeau has been yeah. through, and nothing seems that to stick to drive, at election time. doesn't drive the electorate when it comes yeah. to voting. You also have to vote for something, and that's been the Conservatives challenge. They just weren't an attractive option to throw, but we'll see if that changes their employee.